What up, you turds? Welcome to the Take It Too Hard podcast. It is your master of the house, Michael Simelink, uh, back again. Happy Tuesday to you. I am joined once again by Jason Rosema. Welcome to the show, Jason. Glad to be on. And uh, it is I who who have the talking stick now. And the actual uh, talking stick and the, the actual the, real the literal, not live, in, but dead stick, but uh, <laughs> uh, right, right within reach. Uh, the the real talking stick for the Take It Hard podcast, uh, sponsored by our local tree outside. I don't know, I think it's a pine or a maple. I have something I would like to say. I'm all ears. Quit calling things documentaries. Mm, I know where this is going. I am sick of everything that is basically everything that isn't a Star Wars movie or a rom com or a Marvel movie. We're like, oh, that's a documentary. We are just throwing that label around to everything. And it is especially, I think, at the forefront of my mind, due to all the garbage of the pandemic, quote unquote, air quote, documentary that's making the rounds on Facebook here. And also, in some ways, uh, The Last Dance, uh, the Michael Jordan one. So we'll, we'll, we'll swing back around to those examples. But I, I want to point out, we have this idea of a documentary as like it's a film that is um, based uh, on reality. It is nonfiction. Uh, there should be a certain amount of kind of historical accuracy. Yeah, like the, there, there's something that this this was a real thing, and we can take mm-hmm. real things um, from it in that. So something something that's not like glorified by Hollywood yeah, to a point. Yeah, and that you know, kind of the and we think maybe tends to like the the lack of like a script, right? Mm-hmm. So the, it's it's interview based, some of those types of things, uh, and those may be true for most documentaries that those are are parts of it but not everything that has those things it is a documentary okay would you consider uh tiger king a documentary i've not seen tiger king okay okay uh so Uh, i i can't i can't say say specifically i would tend to lean towards a yes uh a big thing is so they went in they made this film pretty much just documenting it like as best they could, from my understanding. The mm-hmm. big thing is no one involved in the subject of it is uh, has, like, direct say over how it's mm-hmm. getting produced. Like, the, the big thing in the NBA right now is you have all these players that have started production companies. There's rumors that we are going to get a Last Dance-type documentary in the next few years about Kobe Bryant because a TV crew went around his last year or two with the Lakers. I mean, it is in timeouts. This crew hired by Kobe Bryant is, like, in the huddle. Right. The, the NBA TVs can't go there, but like this crew. Right. And that's just that's what happens when you're, you know, one of the 10, 12 greatest players of all time. You get that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's kind of this thing of, oh, I'm making a documentary about my free agency or, or all this. Mm-hmm. But it's it's all through their lens. They get to tell their story and they're going to leave out things that they they don't, don't like. Yeah, they so don't that's want. so that's where I want to come with the last dance. I am loving watching the last dance. Of I, course you would. Sincerely, I. I don't watch TV. Like it I don't watch TV shows. I watch live sports. Okay. That's the extent of, of my TV watching. And so to kind of follow along with the series is something I, I don't normally do. But I'm loving the last dance. And for the most part, it is going after things. It it's not shying away from some of the hard stuff. However, everything that is in this documentary got okayed by Michael Jordan, who is the subject of the documentary. And so I'm not gonna say it's not a documentary because I think it's extensive enough. There's enough other opinions that it is, but this is the type of thing where you have to be careful. For instance, Jack McCollum, 
author, mm-hmm. wrote a lot of good basketball books, one of them about the Dream Team. He should be in this documentary, particularly in the episodes that aired two weeks ago about the Dream Team. He was there in Barcelona. He was right. chasing Charles Barkley around in, in to try to find him at bars in Barcelona. Like, he was in the thick of it, and he would have some things to say, particularly about Isaiah Thomas being on the team and whether or not Michael Jordan actually said Isaiah not on the team. Jordan said, I never said his name. You know, it's not, I didn't do it. Uh, McCollum would argue differently. He was there. Mm-hmm. That's a voice that should be in this documentary. Also, Michael Jordan got married in 1989. He is nine years into marriage when this, like all this footage is being mm-hmm. taken. You would not know Michael Jordan is married. We are not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. We've seen his kids for like three minutes. We have no idea that Michael Jordan is married at this point. Okay. Maybe his ex-wife would be a good someone to talk to about late 80s early 90s michael jordan Mm -hmm. okay but again she's not going to be in this documentary because jordan's having the same okay so long-winded example there but that's one where it's like if you are the subject of a documentary and you have say over what's happening like how much can i really trust Mm -hmm. the journalism in that right you know it's like when jimmy butler just like quit on that practice with the timberwolves and somehow rachel nichols Right, it got a hint and mm-hmm. flew from Los Angeles to have that interview with Jimmy the next day. Like that's all part of the production. I right. could I could hardly trust that interview at all. And I think Rachel <laughs> Nichols is a great journalist, cut her teeth at the Washington Post and all these things. But like that was that was an infomercial for Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler to get traded. You know, and that's and that's one of those things where and I'm not the first one to make this point. More of these quote unquote documentaries are infomercials. Mm-hmm. And so I am saying quit calling everything a documentary just because there's a few interviews. Do you prefer the term mockumentary, where it kind of mocks that kind of what a documentary is? I mean, those usually are quite different. I mean, you normally when you hear the term mockumentary, you think of shows like The Office or yeah, or Parks and Rec. But I mean, that's almost by only hearing one side of the story, not hearing like like arguments and rebuttals against. You know, it's almost what you're getting is just it's. Yeah, I think a mockumentary is is more just like self aware of what it's doing and mm-hmm. the agenda is like up front i think at the very least we need to watch quote-unquote documentaries and realize like the agenda so Mm -hmm. okay so this pandemic that's going around now uh just a lot of not true stuff Mm -hmm. okay there's maybe some like decent nuggets you know they're like hey you know people people make money when there's like if they discover a cure then they profit a lot off Mm -hmm. of like finding a cure and things and 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 so many patents are offered um there's yeah you can get a patent for everything now which means then you can profit off it right that's a little that gets a little dicey if i work at a university and i've used tax dollars for my research where i discover something but i can claim a patent now i profit off it you know and so there's like some gray areas there and you know the the doctor in this document brings up that stuff and kind of is like yeah big pharma is bad i'm i'm with you on those things Mm -hmm. okay the part where you basically say Tony Fauci like sent the mob to like put a gag order on you and like <laughs> took all your stuff and that it's part of this global power thing to like get rid of our freedom mm-hmm. is absolute garbage. Okay, mm-hmm. it's absolute garbage. But people are like, oh, it's a documentary. I can trust it. Documentary doesn't mean peer reviewed. It doesn't mean proven. And because we can just toss that label around. And that's where I think the big issue is here where documentaries you have to find out what the agenda is behind mm-hmm. it you know and it, it can just be it can just be a film it can be an interview based movie mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's like true and historically accurate and you can just take it without any bias i mean when you talk about being like true historically accurate you look at all the different like war movies that you're seeing recently 
where it's like they try and stay true to the story and everything else and it's not interview based i think that's what a lot of people think when they think like documentary but i mean you could do something like you're saying where you get an agenda and you can get pretty much the same information by watching a hollywood movie on the same subject yeah no i mean i'm thinking like hackshaw ridge it's great movie phenomenal movie but i mean if you walk a, watch a documentary yeah you're not gonna probably tear up as much but you'll still get the same information yeah yeah and i think just the value of looking at an interview with someone and realizing kind of the big picture of do they have a motive here other mm-hmm. than just like telling it like it is or things right. like that do they do they do they have a motive that they're used pushing to try and the part of the reason why they're making this documentary or are they making the documentary simply to educate people further on this subject so like you think of like world war ii like in high school like how many times in history class do you like oh we're watching a documentary today yeah. and you learn a lot from it and and it's one where simply because they're not their agenda is to educate people on this subject further there's really no like what's their take why are they looking at it this way i mean granted there's going to be a little bit of bias in almost everything but for the most part they're just going we just want to show you show you what happened like and try and take our hands off and just let you make the judgment versus now it's a lot of times that's like we're just going to try and steer you in how you think about this based on what we include in the documentary and what we don't yeah and i'm not saying we can't make these things okay i am not happy that plandemic was made are, you, are, think, are you happy that uh the last dance was made i'm very happy the last dance was made and so i'm not saying that we can't have both or or either Mm -hmm. i am just saying quit calling things these documentaries and at the very least don't assume that just because it says when you search documentary on netflix or whatever that it's something you can just like take Mm -hmm. like you can have these like really one-sided films that you make that's fine you have every right to do that you can look on youtube and find a lot of them yeah and that's and that's fine like you have the right to make it but as a consumer, you need to be better about discerning if if this is something that you can trust all the way um, into and, and those types. Versus falling hook, line, and sinker for what they're trying to push. Yeah, exactly. So that is my plea. If you do happen to be making some films, don't just call it a documentary because you've interviewed some people. Okay, that's, that's maybe a little bit too low of a bar to clear. And then also, don't believe everything just because it says a documentary about whatever. So Jedi, thank you for stopping by. Thank you again for the talking stick. Thank you for choosing the Take It Tart podcast. We appreciate you choosing us for your audio enjoyment. Uh, I would invite you to uh, listen back if you've uh, maybe forgot about us and missed on some episodes. Again, we had a little bit of a break the past couple weeks. Apologize for that. Uh, but we'll keep going strong till the end of the month. We will take the summer off, but uh, we got a few more in the tank to to bring to you. If you would like to get a hold of us here at the Take It Tart podcast, you can do so via social media at T-I-T-H podcast, or you can email me at T-I-T-H podcast at gmail.com. We are going to be back on Friday with another show. But in the meantime, thank you to Jedi. Thank you to Anchor.fm. We'll see you then. Keep it real. Keep it safe.